Welcome to the fifth quarter podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. Last game, the Ticats blew a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. This time around, a 12-point advantage in the fourth frame just wasn't enough as the Argos rallied for a 24-23 win at Tim Hortons Fields. The fifth quarter podcast starts now. talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. I'm your host Rick Samprin. Happy Thanksgiving. What a turkey today. Well, I mean, it was a really enthralling football game. I think the wrong team won, but they got the job done. Argonauts, 24, Tiger Cats, 23, on a last-second field goal by Boris Beattie from 51 yards out. And what a wild fourth quarter this ball game had. But it was just not meant to be for the Hamilton Tiger Cats today. So we'll chew on this for the next 50 minutes. We'll be live up until 8 o'clock this evening. You can call now at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml. At Rick Samprin, we are broadcasting live as well on CHML's Facebook page. So you can uh, add your thoughts to uh, the Facebook platform as well. Ticats led this ball game 9-0 after the first quarter. It was 12-5 at the half, 13-5 after three, and the Argos found themselves down 20-8 with about 13 minutes to go in this ball game. and one of the key turning points of this ball game, perhaps one of the biggest plays of this ball game, was the roughing the passer call on Jagera Davis. There's about 9.52 to go in the game. He takes down uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson, the quarterback for the Argonauts, who was intercepted by Cameron Kelly. But they called Davis on roughing the passer, which I thought was a BS call. I'm all for protecting the players, but I don't think Jagera Davis's hit on Thompson was illegal. Wasn't a headshot. Hit him square in the chest, I thought. You know, I'll have to take a look at it again, but I saw it twice, and I thought it was okay. That, I think, was the turning point in this ballgame. And a lot of people on social media are saying that first-half field goal, right at the end of the first half by Boris Beatty, is 40-yarder to make it 12-5. A lot of people saying that there is a replay out there, or replays that show the field goal was not good. And I don't know, I think the angle of it, I, I think the field goal was good. I think the ball went over... Uh, the goalpost, but enough, I guess, that it went through the upright. I'll have to look by, uh, frame by frame. But, you know, I was I was eyeing the official right below the post, who had his back basically stretched like Matrix style to make sure that the ball went through the upright. So I'll put my faith in that official. He may be wrong. I may be wrong. But I thought the extra point, at least from the replays I saw, were good. 21,378 fans at a raucous Tim Hortons Field today, but they were treated to a ball game in which the bad guys came away. Argonauts 24, Tiger Cats 23. Your thoughts on today's game? We're going to vote for our player of the game. I'm going to give you my vote right off the bat. And there's a few guys we can we can select from. I think Jeremiah Masoli is going to get some votes. I think Simone Lawrence is going to get some votes today. Jalen Acklin is going to get some votes, and deservedly so. I'm voting for Jagera Davis, and I know he got the penalty. 
which I didn't agree with. Five defensive tackles, a sack, and he was a menace for most of the ball game, especially in the first half. And the Argos just could not run the ball. D.J. Foster, their starting running back, had seven carries for seven yards. A.J. Ouellette, three for 14, and McLeod Bethel-Thompson had a QB keeper uh, that went for 12 yards. Apart from that, the Argos' run game was non-existent. Their pass game, especially in the second half, was extraordinary. Bethel-Thompson ends up with 388 yards, two TDs, and an interception. Jeremiah Masoli, 24 of 33, 361 yards, two touchdowns, no INTs. That's Masoli's first 300-yard game since July 4th, 2019, when he threw for 401 yards against Montreal. Quick break, and we're going to come back with Dave, Brian, and is it Ennio? Ennio. We'll come back with those three uh, lads when we come back here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. 24-23, Ticats ending up on the short end of the stick today as they lose to the Argonauts in a Thanksgiving Day clash that I thought was very entertaining. But it is the bad guys that go home with a W in front of 21,378 fans at Tim Hortons Field. Chuck on CHML's Facebook page says, Masoli didn't look bad, but our offense desperately needs Dane back. And I'm just disgusted with us blowing two fourth quarter leads back to back. Something needs to change. Yes, last time around, Ticats blew a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter and lose to Montreal. This time around, a 12-point advantage just wasn't enough, and the Ticats go down to defeat. To the phones we go, and Dave is on the line. Hey, Dave, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Well, found a way to lose again, right? <laughs> I know. Um, I noticed in the second half, though, the, the zone was way too soft. I don't know why they keep doing that. I think they're doing that against Montreal as well, too. Um, Toronto just kept giving them what they took. Uh, you know, we gave them, and Toronto kept taking what we gave them in this in, in the second half. I mean, if you look at the way they played the zone, they were they were playing off too far, in my opinion. And uh, you know, they got to play a complete game. Um, but I, I think they played them too soft. And uh, yeah, that field goal, I looked at it a couple of times. I don't see how it was good, but well, time will tell, right? You can't challenge that, anyways. But uh, the, the roughing the passer was a joke. You no, know, you know, there was a few other things. There was a bad couple call play selections by the Cats too. Um, so, yeah, Jaguar Davis, I definitely was going to pick him and will pick him as the player of the game. It's a, it's a shame that uh, the Cats came out with a bad fate, but I think uh, a lot of it was their own their own making. I think really uh, the defense in the second half, as good as the defense played, they were playing off too far. Um, and we didn't manage the clock properly uh, going down. I think we maybe could have tried a shot at the end zone if the guy was open. You know, I don't know. I know they're trying to take as much time off as possible but uh you're giving them over a minute with the ball uh, to me it was almost a you know you field goal was a last resort thing you, you try to get the touchdown that was the way i would look at it but uh i'd say it's always 2020 um you know these guys the, the referees you know they, sometimes you wonder if they give argos the break because the league needs to uh have toronto a have Toronto in there for a you know, strong franchise. But, I, I mean, I, you know, I kind of feel bad for Toronto, the Argos themselves in a way, because it doesn't matter how good they are. They're never going to pack more than 10,000 people in that stadium, and that's uh, truly the real tragedy here. But, 
the offense, um, you know, uh, I don't know what, what for Banks, if he's hurt or he's just uh, with a healthy scratch, I don't know. I mean, we are, are receivers receiving core, um, you know, Addison's starting to find his legs. Um, if Banks was there at full stride, I think we would have a better chance. Um, Evans, for sure, you know, we, you know, that's the guy we got to have back there. Mazzoli did improve this game for sure. He's getting a little more play time and the offensive line looked better but uh, just wasn't good enough at the end of the day I thought the team played way better in the first half than the second half I think they had they showed some flashes in the fourth quarter certainly on that final offensive drive but yeah leaving a minute seven on the clock that's that's almost an eternity in, in the CFL and the Argos took advantage and you know I'll give a tip of the cap to Toronto because they played an exceptional second half I thought especially in offense um, but the Ticats should have won this game should have won this game yeah, that makes two. <laughs> Dave, appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, Dave's exit uh, leaves a space for you on the telephone docket, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on today's game and vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to everyone watching on that social media platform. And we're on Twitter as well, at am900chml, at Rick Zamperin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter if you want to share your thoughts on today's 24-23 Ticats loss against the Argos. Back to the phones. Brian is on the line. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm fine. I'm not too bad. What are your thoughts on today's game? Uh, I'm going to say the same thing I did when I called you a few games ago. I, I don't like the play selection. They're going for too many long shots, which are risky to begin with. And you've seen what the Argos did in the second half. They just got the ball and got rid of it. And we're getting second and short all the time because – some people may say that we were playing too far off the ball or whatever, but he was getting the ball and he was letting it go. Mazzoli hangs onto the ball for way too long, in my opinion. I'm, I hope Evans is going to be coming back soon. Uh, well, he's a couple games he, ago, he was on the four to six game list, or at least the six game injured list, and he's going to be gone for at least probably four more weeks, I would think. Three to four yeah. weeks. They showed him throwing the ball on the field today and he looked fine, but. But I think we have great receivers, and we don't have to throw the ball deep downfield. We can we can take what they give us, and we can work the ball, and then it's ball control. And our defense, they're great. They're one of the best in the league. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I would, put, opinion, I, would anyway. I would put them right behind Winnipeg. Uh, you know, yeah, Winnipeg's like, the, the best D, and I think Hamilton ranks second. And uh, we have good receivers too. And and but it just I don't know. I don't know what's the difference between two years ago and and now with the play calling. But it, it just. I don't know. It's just not there, in my opinion. Who's your player of the game today? I would say Davis. Also, he played great, but so did Saloni Lawrence. And you know, there's a lot of uh, good, good uh, play by our defense as usual. Very much so, Brian. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell. To Twitter we go. Corey says that field goal at the half was no good. Uh, West chimes in as well with maybe CFL can tell us how this was good. And he has a uh, freeze frame of the ball on the other side of the upright. I think the angle's just a little meh, off to the side. Uh, Wendy says, brought to you by the letters WTF. And Mark on Twitter says, this is not how winners are made. Ticats need to be better in the fourth player of the game, Dunbar Jr. So three votes to Gary Davis, one for Stephen Dunbar Jr. As the Ticats fall by one point. To their arch rivals, the Argonauts. Enyo has called into the fifth quarter. Enyo, good evening. How are you? Good, Rick. How are you doing? I'm all right. Good. I'm disappointed, just like everybody else. Uh, and I'm going to start talking about the defense 
right off the top. I think tomorrow morning Washington is going to get up, and he's got to put Laurent on the bench. Ted does nothing out there. I mean, no, I can't stand watching him. He just looks lost. Um, other than that, it, you know, Hauser's a stud on there. Davis is a, the other stud. Um, I don't understand why we cannot cover the flat. The Argos, if, if you watch, all they do is throw to the flats. Sometimes they throw down the field, and the odd time across the middle, but that's that's their big play. And, I mean, we're playing 10, 15 yards off the ball. Why? You know, the tackling, and then the tackling is just, the DBs were just terrible. The tackling was off. Now, I guess, you know, they're on the field too long, and that's the other problem. We can just go back to, just go to Mazzoli now and, you know, he looked better this week, I guess, and, and didn't. There was no disasters, but you got to be able to have a two-minute drive at least. Like, give the D some time to have water. You know, and again, we just put all the weight on the defense, and and uh, the, the offense needs to put up more points. They got they got to sustain some drives. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll agree with you in some sense. I mean, Ted Laurent didn't register anything today. No tackles, no pass oh. knockdowns, nothing. I thought the DBs played. Pretty good. I thought Kyrill Brooks saved a touchdown. Siante Evans saved a TD. So I think overall the secondary was good today. Uh, yes. Not outstanding. They left a lot of plays on the field, and I agree with you. The flats was basically wide open all night. I mean, yeah. Bethel Thompson could have passed for 700 yards if he kept throwing it out there. That's right. Now, I, I agree. They, they did play good. They stopped some big plays for sure. But some of the tackling, there was some shirt tackling. And three or four guys, you can't miss. You know, on your third or fourth guy, you can't be missing. And that's, you know, it's a game of inches, a yard here, a yard there. And it, it, it all of a sudden it's five yards every play, right? So I think that needs to be uh, addressed. Uh, um, but again, the, the offense needs to sustain some drive. Something has to happen. You know, throw Watford in there. Maybe use Mazzoli like a slot guy. He looks more like a running back than a quarterback. In. I mean, why not? Some wildcat, I don't know, mix it up. Like something has to change. We can't keep going like this. This is two games two huge losses in a row at home against division rivals like we're behind the eight ball here a little bit now so something orlando's got to figure something out they gotta they gotta do something else and uh, and yeah who's your player of the game i like davis again he was all over the place he just you know uh i think he's the guy for sure yeah he had a great game yeah. and you appreciate the call enjoy the rest yeah. of the night thanks rick 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We got an email from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. Thanks, as always, Stephen, for listening. Uh, greetings, Rick. Well, that was one way to spoil a great long weekend. A bad way to lose two games in a row now, but it was an entertaining game. And again, hats off to the defense, but a loss is a loss. Thought the play calling could have been a lot better overall. You have to run the ball more. Too many two and outs. Player of the game, Davis slash defense. Best regards, Stephen in Penticton. So another vote for Davis and a defense with uh, a vote as well. I thought the D overall played a pretty good game. First half much better, obviously, than the second half. I just think Thompson got into a rhythm and uh, Hamilton's D really didn't have an answer for what he was dishing out. They tried the blitz. That got to him, but he still got rid of the football. Uh, guys were making cr- catches. Devaris Daniels, um, Touchdown catch is maybe the highlight of the year. I mean, you just have to look at some of these plays and say, wow, um, you know, the the percentage of a defender to knock that ball away is probably as minuscule as it was for the catch to be made. But there were a few too many of those, especially in the second half. Uh, Bruce on CHML's Facebook page, can't believe this happened again. What a disappointment. Can't finish. 
We need a new kicker to begin with. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving day and oski wee wee. And Chuck writes, Davis' hit was well-timed and clean. That was a bad call. Davis is definitely player of the game. And Louie on CHML's Facebook page says, RD allowed 300 yards passing in the second half. Good defenses don't allow that. And I'll agree with you there, Louie. Good defenses do not allow a quarterback to throw for 300 yards in a half. It should have been locked down, especially in the fourth quarter, but things got away from this Hamilton Ticats team on defense and a little bit off offense as well. And I made the comment earlier uh, on Twitter that the Ticats went away from the run game, which was working so well in the first half. And I know halftime adjustments and they want to, you know, change things up because they're anticipating the Argos are going to pay a little more attention to the run, perhaps. Sometimes coaches overthink things. And I think that was the case. It was working Continue to go to the well. You don't have to run on every down or every first down or every second down, but mix it in there a little bit more. And I think the Ticats had an opportunity to do that on offense, and um, they dropped the ball, so to speak, in their run game. I thought it was working very well in that first half. Uh, back to the email we go, and this one is from Jim, who writes, Again? Again? How do the Cats let this happen two weeks in a row? They put up a lead, and then the offense goes to sleep in the third quarter, and the opposition chips away and chips away. And then by the end, we're losing too many field goals instead of touchdowns. The difference between punching it in and getting a field goal was huge. All Toronto needed was a couple of first downs. Missing yet another single-point conversion cost us another game against the same team. Simone for player of the game. Let's hope things look better after the bye week. Happy Thanksgiving and Oski Wee that email from Jim. Vote for Simone Lawrence. We're going to have more calls, more tweets, more emails, more Facebook messages. We have Brian, Dave, Jerry, and Don on the line. Gents, we'll get to you after the break here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Second and nine from their own 54. Bethel pops it up the middle. Cam Kelly dives. Did he intercept this? He dove, and it looks like Cam Kelly has an interception. Roughing the passer. Hamilton number 56. Be a 15-yard penalty. Automatic. First down. I don't know about that one. Argos with the win, 24-23 over the Tiger Cats today. You're listening to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can call us now with your thoughts on the game. Vote for your player of the game, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. The phone number, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're live on CHML's Facebook page. You can chime in there, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter, or send me an email. Rick at 900CHML.com. Uh, back to the phone lines, and Dave number two is on the air. Dave, good evening. How are you doing, Rick? I'm okay. How about you? Oh, a little upset after that game. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Thank you. Same to you. So, I don't understand how that roughing the passer got called. It wasn't challenged. So, how, how uh, on an interception, when they review all turning play, turnovers, how did we end up with roughing the passer? So there was a flag thrown on that play for roughing the passer. No, well, I was on. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't see it, and that was the momentum changer of the game right there. The defense went flat foot after that. Yeah, that that was a killer. That was for me the turning point. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as Bethel Thompson goes, he made the plays all game long. His receivers just didn't make the catches in the first first half. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he ended up with three eighty eight. He could have had five hundred tonight. Like oh, to, in all honesty, he could have been a five hundred yard passer. No problem, and I find it happens 
the same thing happened last week. I mean, you get down to the end of the game and the defense isn't there. Like, last game was third and 20. And we give up the touchdown, right? Yeah, it's so, uh, it's uh, disheartening at times. You know, given how well the defense had played in the first half, especially, and even in the third quarter. I mean, the, the fourth quarter, they kind of fell apart. But, and I uh, love our defense, but did they play good in the first half, or did Toronto's receivers not make the catches? I'll and give, I'll the give more credit to the Ticats D in the first half, and I'll give more credit to the Argos offense in the second half. How about that? Uh, absolutely. And Mazzoli looked great tonight. Like, I've listened to everybody dog on Mazzoli for the last couple of weeks. The first two games of the season were against the best two defenses probably in the league at that point. I mean, he has no protection whatsoever. Our whole line's been sketchy at best. I thought he I thought he played a really solid game today. I thought against Montreal he saw the rust, but uh, you saw flashes of the great Mazzoli all game this game. I agree. This is this was his easily his best game of the year, without question. And I, and I would say there's like Mazzoli's our chance to win. I mean, you're not putting Watford in, and even if Evans is to come off uh, the injured list in four weeks' time, it's going to take him some time to get continuity with the receivers as well. I think so too. Who's your uh, player of the game, Dave? Oh, Mazzoli. All right. Absolutely. Excellent. I appreciate the call and enjoy the rest of your uh, Thanksgiving evening. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care, Rick. That is uh, Dave number two with his call, voting for Jeremiah Mazzoli as the player of the game. One vote for him, one for Simone, one for the D, one for Dunbar Jr. and Jagera Davis leads with six votes for player of the game. Brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. On to Twitter we go. Dave says two straight losses at Tim Hortons Field hurts. Val, definitely not gray cut material. No real star. Masoli and Lawrence played good games. Uh, Cats keep blowing leads. Also on Twitter. Simon writes, the Ticats defense was stellar the whole game and one of the best this season. However, when they heard third down, it's a 180-degree difference. I have to give it to Simone, though, as he was my player of the game for a beautiful open field tackle at the end. Hashtag fifth quarter. A couple of votes now for Simone Lawrence. Uh, Simone finishing with six defensive tackles tonight. Uh, He had a sack as well. And Jake on Twitter says the last two games we have lost with missed field goals. I don't care how weak this offense has been. Our de- our defense can't make up for it. We need kicking consistency. Back to the phones we go. And Don has been waiting patiently here. Don, good evening. Hey, Rick. How you doing? I'm all right. How about you? Good, good. I called you uh, week one and I told you about Mazzoli when he starts. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The Hamilton Tiger Cats are 0-4. When Jeremiah Mazzoli starts, you are they correct. are four and one when he doesn't. And the one game they lost, Evans got hurt. Watford came in. They missed the last second field goal to lose that game. This is a Grey Cup team without Jeremiah Mazzoli at starter. What does Jeremiah Mazzoli do well? Absolutely everything. What does he do poorly? Win the game. First and goal from the nine. Get it in the end zone. Win the game. This is Jeremiah Mazzoli in a nutshell. People get confused by numbers because the guy can chuck the ball 50 yards downfield and hit one of three, but he does not win. Not a winner. Every week we talk about how good our defense plays. He lets us down time and time again. When the game's on the line, he will not make the play. Whenever they can figure that out, they will be fine. This is a Grey Cup team we're wasting. The Grey Cup will be in Hamilton. They will win the Grey Cup if Jeremiah Mazzoli is not their starter in the playoffs. So and I guarantee that. 
So we know that Dane Evans is not healthy. Would you start David Watford? What's Watford's record, Rick? 2-0. You're absolutely right, I would. I start guys who win games. But how much credit do you give David Watford for those two wins, as opposed to the defense or other playmakers on the team? What did the defense do wrong tonight? Well, they allowed Bethel Thompson to run wild in the fourth. Bethel Thompson won the game. 37 seconds left, he drove the ball, he put his team in a position to win. Jeremiah Mazzoli had the same opportunity. Win the game, Jeremiah. If you get in the end zone, and it shows you the confidence the coach has when he runs a gut run up the middle, and then he runs a run-pass option because you can't trust him to make the play to win the game. Win the game. That's all you got to do. Win the game. All right, Don, who's your player of the game? I, I, I guarantee it's not Jeremiah Masoli. <laughs> I'll take an Argo, Bethel Thompson, for winning the game. All right, appreciate the call. Thanks, Don. 905-645-3221-9900 on your cell. Is Don an Argos fan? I don't know. And I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at him. I'm just wondering. Uh, Jeff on Twitter says, Masoli career 500 QB. He will not take us to the promised land. Some decisions by Steinauer has taken the shine off him. Looks like another wasted season. So much potential, so much heartache. Uh, first is probably out of reach now. Need to worry about the crossover. And Jimmy V says, hey, Rick, what a heartbreaker. Defense just couldn't do enough in the end. Love the crowd the entire game. On to the next one, Oski Wee-Wee. And Arnagy, I think? Masoli um, 0-4 is Hamilton Ticat starter in, I think he means the 2021 season. He writes 2022. Uh, and one more on Twitter. Michael says, so give the Argos credit. Huge plays by receivers and place kicker. Bad decision to run punt out rather than give up a single. I really wish there be less trash talk in trying to be cute on the national TV at halftime. Yes, Simone, it fired the Argos up. I'm not sure the Argos are watching TV at halftime. I don't know. Maybe they have it on in the locker room. Or maybe they don't. Uh, back to the phones, and uh, let's go to Corey here, who's called in to the fifth quarter. Corey, good evening. How are you? Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Hey, you? Well, you know, I've called in the last couple of weeks and uh, been talking about how important these four games in a row are. Can you say that again? You broke up a little bit. Hey, sorry, Rick. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. We got you. Hey, sorry. It's Corey again. I've just been calling in the last couple of weeks and saying how important these four home games in a row are. Yes, definitely. And now if we beat Ottawa next week, I guess going two and two is okay. But this really could have been could have been our chance to take a stranglehold on the division. And the last two games really proved that, losing two of them on last plays of the game, essentially. And uh, I don't know, I think we're really in a tough spot now. Yeah, the team's in, I think, a little bit of a tailspin, blowing fourth-quarter leads. They were up 17-3 going into the fourth last weekend. Uh, they're up 20-8 to with 13 minutes to go. It's lockdown time at that point in the ballgame, and they're not able to do it. You would think, and and as much, and I like how you uh, made the example of the defense. McLeod did do a lot of damage in the fourth quarter, but once again, last week in the fourth quarter, we go three two and outs, two fumbles, lose the game. This week, we go couple marches, punt, punt, no turnovers or nothing. But again, no scores, no field goals, and it just it just doesn't sit well with me. And and I hate to say it, I would love to see Coach O maybe take a little bit more of the play-calling duties away from Mark Washington or even Tommy Condell in some retrospect. I know he's not an offensive guy, but you got to run the ball. When you got Malik Irons and Thomas Erlington, 10 carries for 77 yards throughout the whole game, and that's it. 7.7 is a great rushing average. And to not run the ball, 
really doesn't sit well with me, especially in the fourth quarter. I totally agree. They they did not run enough and in key times in the second half, and especially in the fourth quarter, and I think it cost them. I think it cost them as well. And, uh, and, and I know Coach O doesn't have a whole lot of say on the offensive side of the ball. Or maybe he's the head coach, right? You've got your coordinators there for a reason. But when it comes down to it, I think the last couple of weeks, his leadership would have paid off a whole lot more than it would for the other guys. Uh, we're voting for our player of the game, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Who is your player of the game? Crowd. 100% crowd. Full capacity. Looked like it was great. And I know on TV it never looks good because people come out of the top row or out of the concourse and they go down to the bars and everybody tries to say on the Facebook groups or on the Twitter groups that, oh, Hamilton sold out, but it doesn't look full. Well, if you go up to some of those bars, it's damn full up there. So I think the crowd's the player of the game. Uh, Argos suck. Nobody blows like the Argos. The chance for the guys, I really think the crowd coming out today with having a full opportunity was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well said, and enjoy the rest of the night, Corey. Thanks a lot, Rick. 905-645-3221. Let's squeeze in one more. Paul is online. Paul, good evening. How are you? Hey, Paul, turn down your radio, and let's talk a little tie cats. Let's put Paul on hold while he listens to the radio. Jerry has called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Jerry. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I well, I'm I'm really disappointed at the game, but uh, I'd like to just make a comment on the co- coaching. Any great uh, football team, whether CFL, NFL, has great coaches, and Steinauer and Tommy uh, Condell just haven't been doing their job. The whole uh, Hamilton uh, administration. Uh, with uh, the stadium fiasco, they're in the wrong place. The Ticats do everything all wrong. And they're going to have a great cup in Hamilton. They're going to be going down King Street and Cannon Street. That's going to be an, an embarrassment to the city. Well, why do you say that? I mean, we haven't had the great cup since 96. We've got the worst stadium in the world. No, that's, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Jerry, look, look, Jerry, look, look, let me ask look you. What, what, what? Look at those stadiums. Jerry, what other stadiums have you been to? I've been at, at uh, the Hamilton Stadium. I was there. I baked my ass off. In the okay, but what other, what other stadiums have you been to in the CFL? I've been in uh, Toronto. Okay. Yeah, well, I haven't been uh, in other ones, but I see them on TV. I see uh, Winnipeg. I see BC. see Saskatchewan. Look at those stadiums. And uh, compared to Hamilton, Hamilton is like uh, Timbits. Well, have you been to Montreal Stadium? No, I haven't. Okay, uh, it's it's BMO? not is yeah, it's I've not as good. The BMO, yeah. No, no, no. Perci- Percival Molson Stadium. Have no. you been to Montreal? Well, I can no, guarantee I you, it's worse than Hamilton's. And listen, I'm happy for Winnipeg that they have a great stadium. Same with Saskatchewan. Same with BC. The fact of the matter is, let's celebrate that. Let's not say that ours is worse than theirs. Because if we're going to play that game, Tim Hortons Field is way better than McMahon Stadium in Calgary. It's way better than Percival Molson Stadium in Montreal. I'll take Tim Hortons Field over BMO Field hey, any day of the week. Let's get back to, never mind the stadium, let's get back to uh, talking about the coaching and Steinauer. Sure. You know, like, uh, what, what the heck? You know, uh, you, know you, you look at any other coaches, uh, when they played the Grey Cup, they fumbled right off the bat, and then all, all of a sudden... Uh, uh, Winnipeg had a trick play, and uh, Hamilton was uh, shell shocked. Okay, hey Jerry, I'm gonna recover. Jerry, we're talking about today's game. Do you have a comment about today's game? Not the Grey Cup, not stadiums, not anything other than today's game. 
I just uh, listened on the radio. And, uh, okay. You know, it, it, you know, and again, they lose at the end. They lose at the end. All right. Thanks for the call, Jerry. Bye. <sighs> Uh, let's go to Twitter. Steve, why hasn't TSN or any other media shown replays of the field goal at halftime that missed yet that they counted? Hurts the integrity of the game. Steven says, clearly player of the game, Jagera Davis. And Aaron writes on Twitter, this team is a bit of an embarrassment. They aren't gamers. We'll be lucky to make the playoffs. I think that's an overstatement. Four and five, five games to go. They got Ottawa coming up. They got um, Edmonton coming up. That's their next two games. They host BC, winnable at Toronto, as we saw today, winnable, host Saskatchewan. Who knows? I think this is a playoff team, no doubt in my mind. If they miss the playoffs, I don't know what I'll do, but I I won't be happy, number one, but I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs. Uh, And David writes on Twitter, we will be okay. Playoffs are going to be fun. Player of the game is solely he was an inch or two from a winning TD pass. Offense controlled the first half. More running schemes. We will be fine. Masoli for player of the game. He reinstated my confidence. Happy Thanksgiving. That te- or that uh, tweet, pardon me, from David. Paul and Jim on the phone. We're going to get to you next here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Masoli looking that way to the near side, going for the end zone. Jalen Acklin! Touchdown! Tiger Cats! Jalen Acklin hauls it in and does a dance. Oh, what an adjustment, Jalen Acklin. 45-yarder, Masoli to Acklin made it 20-8 with 12.53 to go. That is the big play of the game here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Call now with your vote for player of the game. Give me your thoughts on tonight's Tiger Cats defeat at the hands of the Argonauts, 24-23, the final on a last-second Boris Beattie 51-yard field goal. Argos now first in the East at 6-3. Tiger Cats fall four points behind the Boatmen. They now stand at 4-5. and five. Today's game played in front of 21,378 fans. Player of the game brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. So far, Jagera Davis leads the pack with six votes. The next closest, both Masoli and Simone Lawrence with two. 905-645-3221. Store 9900 on your cell. Email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Ange writes, hi Rick, I'm at a loss for words. What an embarrassing result. Email from, uh, well, no name here. The convert kicker costs them the game again. How big have extra point misses been this season? Steve writes, uh, what a tough loss in a well-played game for both game, for both teams. And no matter how you slice it, the command center made an absolutely horrific call on Davis for roughing the passer. It was a clean hit, no doubt. If they were trying to sell the idea that it was a late hit, they are wrong. Do rushing defenders need air brakes that they can engage a fraction of a second before impact? It was an absolutely disgusting call. Player of the game, the command center. He says facetiously. Let's go back to the phones. Paul is called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Paul, go ahead. Hi. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Yeah. I would like to say Argo suck. Thank you. Wee-wee. Oh, I got that on there. And it's Randy here. Okay, excellent. Yeah. You know what? And I've been going to the game since it was uh, knee-high to a grasshopper to my dad. That's stupid. I think we lost Randy slash Paul. Um, 
If we have some time, call back in again. Patty is on the line. Hey, Patty, go ahead. Hi there. Uh, happy Thanksgiving as well. Same to you. Thanks. Um, thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, I mentioned last week about Mazzoli maybe hearing footsteps. I believe it today. He does not hear any footsteps. I think he played fabulous. Uh, as well as Ackland and Simone Lawrence. I'd have to pick all three if I had to. But uh, I think you guys running your show on fifth quarter, uh, to be able to hold your composure with some of the rubbish you have coming in, I think you guys do an amazing job. And kudos to the whole Ticat organization because I believe we will be in the Great Cup. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Patty. Thank you. Listen, as I, as I always say, this, this show is for the fans. And for me to get angry when someone expresses their opinion, you know, unless it's really outlandish and I don't believe it to be true, you know, it's their It's your opinion. It's your opinion. If I think it's incorrect, or if you're spewing non-facts, I'll take exception. I'm never going to get angry at somebody. I might get frustrated. Never angry. Tim is on the line. Tim, welcome to the fifth quarter. How are you? Hey, good evening, Rick. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. I, I just wanted to say right now, uh, I think the Cats are in an okay position. Um, it's unfortunate losing the Argos. We've lost two games now um, by a total of two points to them. So I don't think we need to press the panic button just yet. I think having Dean Evans back will help. Nothing against Jeremiah, but it just seems to be in the last couple games that he's been back, uh, especially in the Montreal game. We haven't been able to, like, uh, been able to push a drive uh, when we really needed to. We've been kind of relying on our defense, who's played exceptionally well, and we're just hoping to hold on, and we just need the extra push to get over the hump. Who is your player of the game? I go with Simone Lawrence. All right, good call. Thanks for the call. All right, thanks. Have a good night. You too. Uh, back to the phones. Matt is on the line. Hey, Matt, go ahead. Hey, Rick, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, same to you. Um, I, I want to bring a point in about uh, about about the quarterback situation. Um, I'll tell you right now, I really like a quarterback that can sit in the pocket, who can sit in the tackle box and throw the football. And uh, I think that uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli gets a little too anxious. I think I see his feet moving way, way too much in the pocket. Um, and I don't see that in Dane Evans, and I really, really, really love the way that Dane can just sit in the pocket, put that ball deep, and uh, and score points. And I think that's really a big, uh, a big difference between uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli and Dane Evans. I think it's uh, I think Jeremiah likes to roll out a little bit too much. He gets out of the pocket, and that's those scramble rules only last so long. I agree. He holds onto the ball much longer than Dane does, and Dane has <laughs> the advantage of just trusting his throw. Right? He knows where the guy is going to be let it go, and trust that it's going to get there. More often than not, it, it does. Couldn't agree more with you. Couldn't agree more with you. Not that, that, long ball, uh, uh, that long ball tonight where it just wasn't there. It wasn't on target. Um, I think Dane's making that throw. Um, I don't think that was on the receiver at all. I think, he's, uh, I think Dane's a much better candidate for that kind of ball. I agree. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, my player of the game is Tyler Ternowski because I know him and I love him. Yeah, he had a couple of nice catches today. That's uh, I don't know if he had no he had a couple of nice holds goals. today. That's right. That's right. That's was, right. We love Tyler Tronowski. Excellent. Appreciate the call, Matt. Thanks, sir. Uh, no, I was thinking of uh, Ungerer, who <laughs> doesn't make a lot of catches, but uh, yeah, I got him mixed up. Uh, yeah, Tyler Tronowski doing a good job on uh, holding kicks. Uh, Anthony is calling it in the fifth quarter. Hey, Anthony. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. You? I'm good. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Um, I'm I, I'm not a Tyke fan. You know that from my previous calls, but. Um, I think when there's parity in the league, um, you know, the games are up for grabs. That's the beauty of the CFL. Um, Hamilton was ordained 
Great Cup champions before the start of the season, and then injuries happen. And, and you know, I mean, you look at Calgary and you look at other teams. Um, but that's the beauty of the CFL. You know, Ticat fans have to realize that the Argos have a good team, and uh, and there's parity, especially in the East. Well, with the exception of Ottawa, of course. Um, th- there's parity in the East, and and the games are up. That's what makes the CFL great. It's not the NFL that's controlled by Vegas. Um, anytime, even with a lesser team, you got a shot. Your team plays well, you got a shot. Um, <clears throat> now, I know that you have to be partisan, and but 99.9% of the time, you're the voice of sober second thought. When you said, um, I don't know about that one, were you referring to the roughing the passer? Yes. Okay. Have to disagree with you there. I called it out in real time right away, and then when they showed it on the replay, he planted the apex of his helmet right into his chin hard, and after the ball was being thrown, like after the ball was thrown. That's textbook roughing the passer. I think if you're running a refereeing school, that's what you show as roughing the passer. How many times have you seen just a, a, like an inadvertent hand come down, slap, slap the quarterback on, on the top of the helmet, and they call roughing the passer? You know, that was much more blatant than the interference a few plays later on the Argo defender. Now, the field goal, definitely wide. Um, the other thing about Orlando, like I, I hear these comments about Orlando Steinauer, I think the Ticats have the best coaching staff in the league. It's a coaching staff that will always put you in a position to win. At the end of the day, the game has to be played, and it has to be played by the players. Um, that's my comment on that. I know <laughs> Jerry in the stadiums, I, I, I think, you know, uh, the thing he was trying to say is when you look at stadiums in Winnipeg and you look at stadiums in Saskatchewan, we could have done that here. Um, well, we could have if we had their private money, which we didn't. Anthony, I, or sorry, Jason, we got, or yes, Anthony, I've got to let you go. Sorry, I'm looking at two different names because uh, we're out of time. But I really appreciate your calls. I'll have to, I don't know if I want to disagree with the roughing the passer. The way I saw it is he hit his chest first and then rode up, and I think he made contact with the helmet. I don't think the first point of contact was the helmet. I think that's the problem I had with the roughing the passer. Sorry, Jason, we are plum out of time. We can't get to you. But I will say, our player of the game voted by you, the fans, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Mental Management, is Jagera Davis. Fifth quarter fan of the night, Corey with a great call. And as I said, the big play of the game is solely to Acklin on that 45-yard TD. Our next fifth quarter broadcast is Saturday, October the 23rd, after the Ticats host the Ottawa Red Blacks. 24-23, the final in favor of the Argos. we got to run here. Thanks for everyone for listening and uh, tweeting and Facebooking and emailing here on the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.